podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Hello guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another show. Hope you're doing well and keeping safe. Welcome to Let's Talk Chelsea. Going to be breaking down the latest news surrounding Stamford Bridge. We spoke in the recent show on Monday about sort of transfer plans, looking at the Mason Mount contract situation, the potential goalkeeping exits with Edward Mendy being linked away, and then also kind of who needs to be sold from this current squad. Now we're going to look at, look at the players Chelsea maybe should be buying in the summer and particularly focusing in today's show on centre-forwards, new strikers, because that is such a vital position for Chelsea this summer. We have referred to Lukaku, his situation, ongoing situation now, of course, with Inter Milan in the Champions League final and what's going to happen there. But we are going to speak about a couple targets in today's show. Victor Osserman from Napoli has been linked, as well as Ivan Tony. But there, there is a massive announcement today regarding Ivan Tony's future that I think really ends any transfer chase from not only Chelsea, but other clubs. And then maybe there are alternatives in the market. Before we get into any of that good stuff, I want to ask you guys, if you're new around here on YouTube, please turn those notifications on so you don't miss any of the content surrounding the appointment of Mauricio Pochettino, which we hope will be soon. I mean, I keep on looking to my left here, having tweet deck open and, and fearing that Chelsea are going to drop the announcement whilst I'm recording a show or maybe after. It kind of is a little bit like the summer now where, you know, you, you, you're used to kind of transfer announcements coming through and I've had situations before where I've recorded whole new shows and then Chelsea drop a big announcement and you kind of have to scrap it. So hopefully this will get to your eyes or ears to be able to hear what I'm saying today. Uh, but I'm sure that announcement will be coming imminently and maybe uh, tomorrow to kind of break down what's going to be happening and and seeing that confirmed before the end of the season is exciting so if you're listening on the podcast as well thank you for tuning in uh, if you want to get my show as a podcast if you are watching on youtube very easy to do link in the description box below basically all my content goes up in audio form as well but let's get into the story so a striker, a new striker is something that's very clear for Chelsea this summer. The expectation is that at least Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang will be on the move along with other attackers. And with the lack of consistent goals we have had in that position for a number of years, you know, I, I always go back to Diego Costa. But I, I'd actually say since Tammy Abraham left, you know, Tammy got 15 Premier League goals. If any of our players got that this season, I think that would be considered a, a good development. But we're not going to get that this season, unfortunately. So it's really about that key position of having consistent goals because we just haven't had them. It's been a staggering failure to recruit properly in that area and, and really rely on someone who can finish chances and not having that you know, go-to guy. And, and, it's, and it's been a real problem and a lot of money has been spent to try and rectify it. And I guess the fear would be once again going into this summer, are we going to spend more money and find ourselves once again in 12 months wondering who can fix this problem? Hopefully this summer will give us the right solutions with Maurizio Pochettino. Will it be 
Victor Osserman, the man from Napoli whose goals has helped get them to the Scudetto this season, an historic season for Napoli, even if the Champions League didn't go as they hoped against AC Milan in the quarterfinal. He scored 23 goals in 29 league games. Um, this is from uh, Jacob Steinberg uh, reporting in The Guardian. The Chelsea are keen on Osserman for rebuild under Pochettino, Chelsea, who are fighting a losing battle to keep Mason Mount, have had Osman on their radar for a while. The Nigerian striker had been crucial to Napoli romping to the Serie A title. Osman had done well against Chelsea in the past, scoring against them in the Champions League for Lille in 2019. But as we know, it's going to be very, very hard to convince Victor Osman to join Chelsea because there are a number of clubs wanting to sign him. Chelsea don't have the law of Champions League or any European football to sell to Osman. And we know Napoli are a very difficult club to negotiate with. So all of those factors come into play, but there is an undeniable thing that in recent days we have heard his name crop up. There have been alternatives. Some of those alternatives are kind of unknown players or ones that haven't really been talked about that much. And, and maybe Chelsea, looking at what they did with David Datro Fafana and looking for a younger profile player to bring in rather than spending 50, 60, 70 million, probably even more if, you, if you're going to try and sign Osman this summer and, and go in that direction rather than the star name. The other name that has been talked about in recent days is, of course, Premier League striker Ivan Tony from Brentford who has had a brilliant season once again. We have spoken about Tony on the show before. Big fan of his. I think, you know, the consistent goals he scored at championship level with uh, Peterborough, but also, more importantly and relevant here, Brentford scored a bundle of goals for them as they were promoted to the Premier League and has continued scoring in the Premier League. I think his physical profile matches the league so well, matches what Thomas Frank tries to do at Brentford. They're a very, very functional, effective team. And Tony provides, not only that, he's not just a battering ram. I mean, that is to talk down his technique. I think he is a very durable player. I think he is a player that quite clearly um, could go to a higher level. I really think he could. But the major problem is, and, and we found out in recent hours, that's kind of is going to shut down any talk of Tony moving this summer, probably. And that is that he has been banned for eight months. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Rise and shine for National Biscuit Month with Hardy's famous buttermilk biscuits. Made with love from scratch, fresh all morning. It's not the easy way, but it's the right way. Hardy's goodness in the making. Months after admitting to 232 breaches of the Football Association's betting rules, he has also been fined 50k. This has been the thing that's been looming over Tony's head since before the World Cup. So it's taken a while for for him to to have this and to go on trial and you know get the verdict, which always was going to be defining. And, and just to reference a piece earlier today from uh, Nazar Kinsella that did reference this because apparently Tony had been added to Chelsea's transfer wish list, but the bid hinged on the betting charges. Uh, so as we know now, we know the verdict, it's not good. So Chelsea are probably very likely going to have to look somewhere else. It's not only, you know, the reputational thing of him being banned for eight months, but, you know, Pochettino walking in this summer will want to have 
as near to a full squad as he can have when he arrives. And, and particularly of a striker, how key that position is, you want someone who's going to bed in very quickly and, and be able to have most, if not all, of the preseason to get used to Chelsea, get used to Pochettino's style, and also his new teammates. So that's just a, a no-go, really. And then you're kind of looking elsewhere. I mean, the, the alternative options... I, I just want to bring up his name, and I'm not saying he is, he is anywhere to the level of, say, Osman, but just in terms of, again, Pochettino, his track record of young players and developing players and not kind of having a prejudice against using unknown players or players from the academy like he did at Spurs. You know, I think Armando Breuer, you know, is going to be returning from injury, and it's easy to forget that he's a Chelsea player because he's been out since December. Now, that could be a player who's got rapid speed, I think showed things in glimpses, sure, but it was a short period of time before the World Cup when he did get a short run in the team and showed his his class in certain moments. That finish against Wolves was one of the best finishes we've seen at Chelsea this season. It really was. And I remember, funny enough, talking about Tony against Brentford where he got that start. Maybe Pochettino could look at him and say, actually, this is a guy I could give some some time to develop. But there is a clamour, obviously, from all of us to see an improvement in goals, and if you are going to lose, say, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, and maybe another attacker on top of that, I mean, if say Kai Havertz left this summer, that is someone who leaves, and and then you have to fill that vacancy. We do have Christopher and Kunku coming in again, another player, or even though it hasn't been confirmed by the club, every, all the reporting says that Kunku is going to be a Chelsea player. It's easy to forget him, and it's it's going to be fascinating to see how Pochettino uses him in his system because. You know, Nkunku isn't a number nine in the way we think of Ivan Tony. He isn't Lukaku. He isn't a Tammy Abraham. He isn't a Diego Costa. But he has proven to be a very effective player. But then, you know, do you need more of a, a focal point for him to work off? And does that focal point need to be an 80 to 100 million pound player? Could it be someone that Pochettino sees and develops internally? So then we spend money elsewhere. Um, I, I think it's it's such a, a big decision, this. And I think that just going for the name that kind of looks the most flashy. And it's not to try and underplay what Victor Rossman has done at Napoli. Some of the goals he has scored have, have been wonderful. But, you know, we have to go back in very short history to think about, you know, Lukaku and, and what happened with him. You know, he scored a bundle of goals, not only in the Premier League with Everton, but also... Uh, with Inter Milan, looked like a brilliant striker, but then the match, the profile of what we needed from him from a tactical point of view, I think that's the key for me. Whoever we're trying to profile, what style of play, what does Maurizio Pochettino want from his centre forward? How are we going to look to utilise him as a centre forward? If it is back to goal, trying to get the ball into his feet, a more slow possession style, which I, you know, you don't really refer as much to Pochettino, but he wants to hold on to possession then probably a Lukaku, you're going to have the same problems again. You need someone technically who's very good to work off and, and, and hit the ball in like Olivier Giroud was in kind of a lesser way. But, you know, Diego Costa and Didier Drogba are kind of the standard bearers here. They could do other things, but that was kind of one of their big pluses is technically they were able to work in tight spaces. If you're looking to play a more, I'd say, direct game where the striker would be able to get sort of balls in, in front of him, hit to him more consistently, then you're looking for another type of player. And then you, you talk about Nkunku's pace, you talk about Breuer's pace, you talk about other strikers who maybe would thrive in that. So I think whoever we're talking about, I think that is the key. If we just go for the name, what is underlying their kind of ability and how do they fit into our sort of tactical 
you know, set up because that, that in itself has been a big problem for Chelsea is buying players that work in one way, trying to refit them and reshape them into another way and it just doesn't work. So that's what we're trying to avoid this summer. Let me know who do you think Chelsea should be signing this summer in striker? Who is your number one target? And if it isn't Osman, we're throwing out Tony, I'm actually going to say Let's not talk about those two. Give me some other options in the comments below because I'd be fascinated to hear your thoughts. Uh, let me know your thoughts on the video and, and all that good stuff. Subscribe, hit that like button, all that good stuff. Rate and review positively on, on the podcast feed. It really does help out. You can follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.